Hello, and welcome to Radical Candor, a podcast from Panoply and Gretchen Rubin's Onward Project about how not to hate the boss you have or be the boss you hate. I'm Russ Laraway, co-founder of Candor, Inc., and career-long operational manager across the Marines, Google, and Twitter. And I'm Kim Scott, co-founder of Candor, Inc., former executive at Google and Apple, CEO coach at Twitter, Dropbox, and a bunch of other great companies. I'm also the author of Radical Candor. Love that book. It's a great book. So, Kim, as we've mentioned before, these ideas behind Radical Candor, this idea of care personally, challenge directly, can be applied to all aspects of your relationships with your team members. And so today, with that in mind, we're talking about promotions. Now, of course, promotions are the key way to appreciate your high performers, right? Well, we don't actually think this is necessarily the case. You're not always doing someone a favor by promoting them. Contrary to what most people think, you can actually really hurt somebody's career by promoting them or even chase them away from your company if you promote them and they don't want the promotion. So today we're going to talk about three things. A time when a promotion or scope increase really wasn't the right thing for a high performer, but I couldn't see it. We'll also answer a listener question about whether to promote a high performer who wants to be promoted. And we'll finish, as always, with a candor checklist. Specific tips you can start using right away. Yeah, one last thing we need to mention, just a little bit of context for the episode, is that promotions are often thought of in basically two ways. There's either an increase in scope of someone's role or an increase in responsibilities, or promotions are about more pay. In today's episode, we're really focusing on the first one, an increase in responsibilities. Um, We think that the increase in pay could be handled in other ways, and we'll cover that in future episodes. So the idea behind this episode, when we're talking about promotion, we're just talking about this idea of increased scope, increased responsibilities. All right, Russ, let's jump in. Yeah, let's do it. I think for a lot of people, they might be listening and thinking, who doesn't want to get promoted? But Kim, you've got such a compelling story that makes it clear why this might not always be so cut and dry. Absolutely. There was this guy who worked for me, we'll call him Derek, and he was a customer service rep at a startup. And he was amazing. The customers absolutely loved him. They sent us baked goods. Like, forget about net promoter score. When your customers are sending you baked goods because they're so grateful for your customer service, you know you're doing something right. Anyway, so Derek was good at his job. The customers really loved him, and he seemed to get a real big charge out of his job. And the company was doing well, so eventually it came time to hire a few more people and a leader for the customer support team. And so I asked Derek if he wanted to lead the team. Makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he was obviously the best person at the job, so why not offer it to him? And Derek said to me that he didn't want to lead the team because what he really wanted to do was to be a actor, to be an actor on Broadway. And so the thing that was the most important to him was to be able to leave right at five so he could be in these off-Broadway productions. And I, I hate to admit it. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I kind of wrote Derek off at that moment. Because, sort of like unambitious or something? Yeah, or, exactly. Okay. Exactly. I, I was sort of writing my own ambitions into his story, and and I didn't appreciate fully what he was telling me. 
And so I hired this guy who really didn't care about customer support. I hired a super ambitious guy who really wanted to be CEO of the company. Wanted your job? Yeah, not my job. I wasn't CEO. He wanted my boss's job. But I thought that's how you build a high-performing team, right? And this guy who I hired had such a snotty attitude about customer support. He kind of believed that it was such boring work that you had to hire B players to do it. And this felt wrong to me. But, you know, he was running the group. I wasn't. Derek came storming into my office one day complaining about his attitude and the way he was treated. He wasn't getting a lot of respect from his new boss. And he said, if you read Ayn Rand, if you read The Fountainhead, there's the architect and the architect is responsible for changing the world. And he's on this super steep growth trajectory. But you also need to turn the lights on in a building. And the other main character in The Fountainhead is this electrician who is great at his job. And he said, if you want to build a great building, you can't hire a B architect to do the electrician's work. You want to hire an A-plus electrician. We need A-plus customer support people. And this kind of made sense to me, actually. It was sort of more appealing approach than his boss's snotty approach. But I didn't listen the way I should have, and I let his boss run the group the way he thought he should. And pretty soon the inevitable happened, and Derek quit, and all of a sudden the babkas stopped coming, oh, no. baked good stuff, and our and our customers were unhappy, and it actually hurt the business. So this was a case where I should have respected Derek and the contributions Derek was making, and not insisted that he get a promotion in order to have a big impact on how we were running things. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, it seems like there has to be another way to honor a high performer like Derek who does not care to be promoted into another role and and another way to honor and get smart about the different growth trajectories that people might be on at any given time. Kim, that's a really good story. It really brings this whole problem to life. And I think it's probably going to be pretty useful for our listeners if we define these different kinds of growth trajectories. And we think about there's sort of two of them, I guess, right? There's a a steep growth trajectory and a more gradual growth trajectory, right? And both are equally important. People, when they're on a steep growth trajectory, are kind of the force of change and growth on your team. People, when they're in a gradual growth trajectory, are the force of stability and sort of continuous improvement on your team. The rocks. Yeah. They're the, the rock of the team. Solid as a rock. The rock of Gibraltar. And you don't want to lose either one. You need both on any team. You still in touch with Derek, by the way? I have lost touch with Derek. When I moved away from New York, unfortunately, I lost Derek. I'm going to guess he's on Broadway. I sure hope so, Derek. I hope you are a star. Cool. Well, have you ever been offered a promotion when you didn't want it? Tell us a story. Email us at podcast at radicalcandor.com or leave us a voice message at 2626 Candor. Coming up, we'll answer a listener question about how to do promotions right after a word from our sponsor. So if someone is on a steep growth trajectory at the moment and is interested in a promotion, how do you make sure to award the promotion in the right way? We recently got a question from one of our listeners about exactly this. Alex writes, I have an employee who joined the team only about seven months ago who has been absolutely amazing from day one. She is hardworking, smart, and ambitious. 
I've been communicating to her how well she's doing, and I've given her several spot bonuses as a result of great work. It seems like she has been enjoying her work as well, but I'm getting the sense that maybe she is now expecting a promotion. The problem is, promoting her would pretty much just mean making up a new title, and that feels weird to me. I want to keep her on the team, so do I need to promote her, even though it doesn't mean much? Promotions at their very best represent a small increase in scope, usually, maybe a more meaningful increase of scope, and therefore an opportunity to grow. And to learn some new stuff. To learn some new stuff, right. At their very worst, though, they are nothing more than what... They're uh, nothing more than just... Comp and title increase. It's nothing more than pandering to ego. And that is the kind of promotion you do not want to offer. So this case, this employee, who's obviously on a super steep growth trajectory, she's obviously a high performer, she might move on. That's pretty much always the case with people who want more growth and more change. So I think rather than trying to hang on with promotion that is just aimed at her ego, uh, it's better to prepare for that. Make sure you've got a bench for this person. Yeah. I, I mean, sometimes if you don't have a meaningful promotion, trying to just swap out title or status, you know, instead of real growth, it really, it does the employee a disservice in the end. And it really, it's just total BS. Yeah. And you don't want a BS organization. Yeah. And you don't want a promotion-obsessed organization. That's the key idea here. If you cater to this request and invent this new role, everybody knows it's nonsense. And you're probably taking a big step in the direction of creating a promotion-obsessed culture. Look, promotions for a whole team should be considered at the same time, once or twice a year, and they should never happen just because somebody is getting restless. Absolutely. Alex, thank you so much for writing in with this question. What I think you really ought to do is to look for some new challenges for this person. Figure out how you can help this person learn something new, develop a new skill. Try taking a page out of Russ's book and have some career conversations with this person. Understand what they really want and how you can help them take a step in their direction of their dreams in their current role. Yeah, episode five, Career Conversations, we talked about the idea that you can actually hack someone's role to give them new challenges and new growth opportunities. I also stole Russ's idea and put it in my book, Radical Candor, a brief version of it. So many companies and bosses have a tendency to give promotions that aren't really meaningful, that are just really shots to the ego. Alex, it's really great that you're thinking about how to avoid this. And now it's time for this week's Candor Checklist. Here are some tips that you can put into practice right away to approach promotions with radical candor. Tip number one. Learn your team members' values and dreams. Talking to people about what motivates them and what they want to accomplish is going to help you understand whether they're on a steep or gradual growth trajectory. If you can, go back and listen to Episode 5, Career Conversations, for a bunch of really useful tips on how to do this. The bottom line for me is that if you know what growth trajectory someone is on, it'll help you figure out if a promotion is the right call or not. If somebody's on a gradual growth trajectory, they shouldn't get a promotion. Either they don't want one or they're not ready for one. All right. They probably don't even want one. Tip number two, offer public recognition or a guru role. 
For people who are not interested in or ready for a promotion, like Derek, who I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, here's what you can do. You honor them. You recognize their expertise. And one way to do that is to sort of set them up. If you want to know about customer support, go talk to Derek. If you want to know about career conversations, go talk to Russ. People, when they are in sort of a gradual growth trajectory mode, they like to become excellent at their craft. Let them teach it to others if they like to teach, which often they do. Yeah, that's a great tip. Tip number three, set growth expectations. I can't tell you how many times I've had a conversation like this in my career where someone came asking, what do you think the upside is for me around here? And when I was younger in my career, I think partially motivated by a desire to retain people, I would almost always give folks some sort of sky's the limit. It was actually almost like our false praise idea. It really wasn't totally genuine and I hadn't really thought about it. But I learned over time that that's a bad practice. I mean, you have to really think about it and have very realistic conversation with folks. And there's a bunch of reasons, um, not the least of which is that's the best thing for that person. Don't try to hang on to someone that is on a steep growth trajectory just because that's what you want. If they're on a steep growth trajectory and you can't help them grow like they want, I think you actually got to help them find something else where they can. And so the way to do that is very simple. It's just to have a conversation and ask them, what do they want? And try to match that up with what you think can actually happen in your organization. And look, a promotion might be one of those things. Um, I just think it's important to make it clear to these people where they're going. If it's possible in your org, if it's not, where can they go? This will help you challenge them directly and help ensure that you aren't awarding meaningless promotions either. So to summarize, tip number one, learn your team members' values and dreams. Tip number two, offer public recognition or a guru role to people who are on gradual growth trajectories. And tip number three, set growth expectations. The show notes for this episode are available at RadicalCandor.com slash podcast. Check those out to get these tips again and for resources to learn more about growth trajectories and performance. And that's it for Radical Candor this week. Our producers are Kristen Meinzer and Jennifer Lai. Thanks also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply, and of course to the great Elise Lockhart at Candor, Inc. Our theme song is written and performed by Cliff Goldmacher. And please let us know what you think of the show. Share your stories and questions with us. You'll find us on Twitter at Candor. Our email address is podcast at RadicalCandor.com. And of course, our website is RadicalCandor.com. If you haven't downloaded the Candor Coach iOS app yet, get it now at the App Store. It'll help you become a radically candid leader, whether you're the boss or not. Also, check out the Radical Candor book, available wherever you buy books. If you like the show, please help us spread the word. Please. And make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, your favorite podcast app, so that you automatically get each new episode. Please leave us a rating or comment wherever you subscribe. It really, really helps other people discover our show. And many thanks to Gretchen Rubin's Onward Project. Be sure to check out the other great podcasts that are part of the Onward Project, Happier with Gretchen Rubin and Side Hustle School with Chris Gullibo. And coming soon, Happier in Hollywood with Liz Craft. Oh, that's going to be a good one. It is going to be a good one. Liz makes me laugh so much. She's awesome. I'm Kim Scott. And I'm Russ Laraway. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening.